0: welcome to Sorted, the podcast where we go behind the scenes of successful small businesses and find out about the systems and processes that are making them run with ease. My name's Alice Jennings and I'm your host for today and I'm really looking forward to sharing with you some of the tips and tricks that these lovely business owners have shared with me. I'm delighted to welcome Louise Miller from Betty Lou. To the programme today. Louise is a productivity mentor so today I'm hoping we're going to get some great tips about productivity. Hello Louise, how are you?
1: Hi Alice, I'm very well thank you. Thank you for
0: having me. Oh it's a delight, um, we always like geeking out on the um, product- productivity tools don't we? So. Could you tell us a little bit more about you and your business and how you have got to where you're doing, what you're doing, please?
1: Yeah, so I'm Louise Miller and I work with busy, successful business owners who want to run a fulfilling business, but without burning out. So I help them to get stuff done with less stress and more ease, but not so that they can cram more and more doing into their days, but so they can create space for the things that they love. Um, and I do that in a few different ways. So um, through productivity mentoring, where I help people to kind of find their productivity flow and find what works for them. Right. And also through VIP packages. Um, and that's where I kind of sit down with people who are at a point of growth in their business where they want to expand, but their brains are full. They don't <laughs> know how they're ever going to find the tie. And we kind of yeah. spend some time together, helping them to get some clarity around the kind of the how and the when of what they what they want to do in developing their business so yeah that's me fantastic
0: and how did you end up doing that is that if you got a background in in that sort of area or is this something um, completely
1: new yeah so I um like my, my kind of office-based job-based <laughs> background have yeah. always been in admin so after uni I ended up temping and doing various kind of admin jobs and working my way kind of with added levels of responsibility as far as that was concerned ended up doing office manager roles leading teams and all that kind of stuff um and for me finding more efficient and um productive ways of doing things is a real I can't help it yeah I drive myself mad I drive my husband mad even when we're washing up I watch the way he washes up and, yeah why well, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's one of those can't help it I uh,
0: completely relate to that yeah so you've spent your whole life wishing that Tesco put their food in a different order because it would be more efficient or
1: yeah
0: uh, when I the the one I find most annoying is when you go to a conference and the teas and coffees are laid out in a in the wrong order so oh. the the milk is before the hot water or the you know that I'm just like yeah. oh. it takes all my my self-control not to just say get out the way everybody let's just rearrange (laughs) (laughs) yes not alone in this (sighs) Ah, so you've always had this kind of organizational streak through your through your work
1: yeah yeah and helping other other people with that I absolutely love when you can see people kind of struggling and you can kind of easily see from the outside that just a few small changes and a few small tweaks would make things so much easier
0: And I think a lot of the people who become self-employed for a better work-life balance have, um, if you burn out in corporate environment, you're almost just as likely to burn out when you're working for yourself, because it it usually indicates people are quite driven, aren't they? And they don't necessarily know how to work as efficiently as they could, and they just keep going till they stop.
1: Um, Oh, absolutely. And I see that all the time. People when and it's you know it's natural when you're feeling up against it and you're feeling that stressed and busy the last thing you think you can do is stop yeah but unless you pause and just allow yourself that time and space to just take a bigger picture of you and try and get things under control and things ever going to change so yeah it's it's a real challenge cool so
0: um the show's all about systems i'm guessing you've got a system up your sleeve to tell us about that helps you to get more things done so what's your favorite system
1: so the system i wanted to talk about a little bit today it might feel a bit less <laughs> revealed for this conversation but i think it's really really cool and really um it's something i use with my clients a lot it's something i use myself and it's actually a framework that was developed by gretchen rubin it's called the four Tendencies. So it's not a system in a kind of traditional way of thinking about what a system is but it is a way of understanding yourself and how you work that allows you to get things done with more ease in my opinion. Okay. I've seen, it works for my, I've seen it work for me and I've seen it work with clients so I kind of wanted to say a little bit about that if if that's
0: okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, systems don't have to be on a computer at all. I'm not, I don't, I think this is one of the things I'd really like to get people thinking about is that systems aren't always technology. A system Mm. is just a way of looking at things or a way of doing things that is repeatable, that you can uh, sort of quantify and it usually helps you to get more done so so what is the system called then
1: okay so it's a, it's a framework rather than a system so it's mm-hmm. a framework called the four tendencies and basically what Gretchen Rubin has done is a lot of research around um I don't know I think you, you know Gretchen Rubin. yes I'm
0: following her yeah
1: yeah she's a happiness expert but she also does a lot of work around habits and productivity and she's put together this framework which helps people to understand Um, how they respond to internal and external expectations yeah and when you understand that suddenly it becomes a lot easier to kind of understand what's going to work for you and what isn't when it comes to trying to get things done and sort of working through your to-do list and all that kind of stuff so she's got four different tendencies that she speaks about yeah first one which is uh the biggest is the obliger tendency and i'm one of those and we are the sorts of people who. We'll do something if someone's looking over our shoulder. Right. So we need accountability. Um, and as I say, we're the biggest kind of group. Um, we're very good at doing things that clients and other people expect of us, but we're not very good at doing things that we expect of ourselves. So, right. And I often think, in business terms, things like marketing, I guess, could fall under that category because yeah. nobody nobody is expecting
0: you to do it. Hmm.
1: No. Um, So we've got to find a way of doing that for ourselves, which is Mm -hmm. where, when you understand this, you can find the accountability that's going to work for you for that. So that's an obliger. Then there are upholders. Um, And upholders really readily will meet inner expectations. So things that they want to do for themselves, like Mm -hmm. the marketing side of things and external expectations. So things for their clients. So they'll just go ahead and get everything done. They're just perfect. Yeah, but it just come with its own kind of I think those sorts of people can be a little bit susceptible to burnout and stress and things right. as well because they They're trying to meet everybody's expectations, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um yeah, so none of these are kind of right or wrong. It's just no. that everyone everyone's yes, very different. We're all valid. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so the upholders there are not many upholders actually there. I think they are either the smallest or the second smallest group. And then there are questioners that's me you. I'm a questioner I'm like why why should I do that exactly yeah so question I feel like we all start off as questioners when we're three don't we we're all kind of
0: wanting to yes, ask probably them. yeah why why should I put my clothes on for school <laughs> yeah. why should I eat my breakfast
1: yeah um but question tendencies will um yeah as you said they will need to know the why so accountability yeah, well, isn't going to work for them. No, they have someone looking over their shoulder, but if they don't think it's justified and they don't see the point, no, they can do it. It's so annoying. Yeah, yeah. But it also <laughs> means that if you're struggling to get motivated and there's something you're procrastinating about or finding it difficult to do, sometimes it can be as simple as just sitting down and re, either re-discovering the why or just reminding yourself of it. And if there isn't yeah. a big enough why,
0: then maybe that's a reason not to do it. You can just take it. It's, it's a very tiring life being a questioner because really? you can't just go. Yeah. Okay. You're like, hmm. <laughs> I found one of the things after doing, Oh, uh, do, you know, find out what my tendency was, mm. um, was that I found, I realized that shopping in really small supermarkets was much more straightforward for me than going to a big supermarket because I would, I look at whatever's on if I need sausages you know I'm looking I'm thinking oh now hang on which ones are meet my criteria first and then which ones are the best value for money and uh, and I can't just pick Mm. so the less choice I have the easier it is for me to to Mm. make
1: that decision I find it really hard just to pick up the nearest thing and that's a really good point actually because that's for a questioner falling into that kind of analysis paralysis is a real trap to be aware of. So yeah, Yeah. making that decision to give yourself less choice. is a And I guess it, it's
0: partly why I'm doing what I'm doing because I am allowed to look at every email marketing system. I have accounts with most of the, you know, Mm. the mainstream email marketing systems. I don't have to choose. Um, I'm able to use them all. Yeah. Um, but I know people who aren't, you know, haven't got a legitimate Mm. reason for three different accounts.
1: (laughs) But then they can come to you and you've done the research and you're able to I can, and I suppose, (laughs) but, but because it's about
0: your internal, um, the questioners have to believe it for themselves, not just because I've told them, you know, I think it needs to
1: be. But I very much suspect that a lot of the people that are coming to you are not questioners.
0: I don't, I don't quiz them, but maybe I should start. So
1: there's there's one more tendency, isn't there? What's that one? So the yeah the last one is the rebel.
0: The rebel. Um, <laughs> ah. yeah.
1: So the rebel is um, as they sound, they're going to rebel against anything. So whether that's something they want to do for themselves um, or something someone else is expecting of them, their natural tendency is to go nope, not gonna.
0: And so that, that must in, be
1: hard. Yeah yeah, Gretchen's motto, um, motto for them is um, you can't make me, and neither can I. <laughs> So, yeah, not easy. Um And I was having a chat with somebody who's a rebel a while ago. And this is why I think this is such an important thing to understand about yourself, because he had been beating himself up because he'd been trying all kinds of accountability and structure and things to make himself more productive. And none of them were working because his natural instinct was to rebel. And we didn't realize that he was a rebel until we, you know, we yep. dug into it a bit more. Um, but there are ways of dealing with dealing with it if you're a rebel. And, yeah. Yeah identity is a really big thing for rebels so if they can get a real sense of who they are and what they stand for what their identity is and can hook things into that then that's a really powerful way for them to make stuff happen and get things done so Uh, yeah yeah, it's
0: very interesting isn't it because if you like you say if, if you don't realize that it's just how you are, you, you can so easily think, I mean, there's so many books, aren't there? There's the mm. Tools of Titans and what how to be Rich," you, you know, all these books about you know what the millionaires of the world are doing, and they're all getting up at four o'clock in the morning and meditating for half an hour and doing this, that and the other, and then and you think, well, if I do all those exact things, if I follow that method, is, then surely you know, that's going to help. But sometimes it can be the complete opposite. You're just setting yourself up for failure. And then you fail at doing that thing that's meant to make you more productive. And it makes you feel rubbish. And that makes you less productive. And then you feel more rubbish. And then you think, I'll go and work in Tesco's because (laughs) I can't work for myself because all the things that I'm meant to be doing, but actually it's not about, you know, we're all different, aren't we? So it is really about finding the things that work for you as an individual
1: it absolutely is yeah I think that is so important and I think so many people I mean I'm sure this is true in lots of different fields but I see it all the time in productivity because it's such a massive industry people are looking for the single solution that's going to fix them so yeah make everything work and as you know there's a huge industry around planners and things at the moment and I hear so many people who have got planners that they've used for a month and then gone oh it didn't really work I've gone buy another one and just looking for the perfect thing.
0: <laughs> it's just some of them are pretty
1: though. I know. And I you know, I love stationery which is the next person. Nice buying new pens. Yeah, but I think that the answer to all of this just comes from understanding yourself. And I just love the four tendencies because it's mm. like a really good framework and system for for getting started with that.
0: And there's a quiz. So if you want to find out, <laughs> that's the best bit.
1: Everyone um, loves a quiz. Everybody yes. likes a quiz. So mm.
0: Gretchen mm. lets you find out your tendency for free, doesn't she? It's not she you does. don't have to pay like some of the profiling tools. Um, you don't even when you when you do the quiz, um, she emails you a report. And if you are studious in your box ticking, she will not bombard you with emails. Yep. I have to warn you though, if you are not careful about which boxes you tick, she is quite vigorous in her marketing approach. <laughs> so be prepared. <laughs> She's an American lady. She's like, oh, I have a course. Would you like a chapter of the course? I'm having a call about the course. You're like, okay, no. Stop. Oh, wow.
1: Oh. I must have ticked the right boxes because I don't see any of that. I listen I to the podcast and I've read the books and all that kind of thing, yeah. but I don't get the emails. So.
0: I don't think she um, had all those things when I originally signed up, but yeah. I, I did try it again the other day and I was like, uh, oh, loads of emails. So there's just a warning, but do go and do it. It's really interesting. Um, and it, if it just helps you to, you know, work out how to, how to, set yourself challenges that you're going to achieve
1: yes um, yeah and you saying that's put something else into my head that i want to mm. share as well because i love it so you said something earlier as well about it making you feel like a failure and feeling mm-hmm. like you're failing and i just wanted to share a statistic that i absolutely love yeah um which is that a um a brain in a positive state is 31 percent more productive than a brain in a stressed neutral or negative state so wow. the more we can celebrate and wow. um, yeah, and find ways to acknowledge what we've done rather than fixating on what we haven't. The better. So
0: we should eat cake because that is makes me happy. Yeah, and then I'll be thirty one percent
1: more productive. Precisely.
0: Yeah, we could <laughs> apply that to chocolate, wine, walking <laughs> up, having a lion. If you're happy, you could yeah, thirty one percent. That's massive, isn't it? That's like a day, more than a day off a week mm. compared with just being in a sludgy neutral. Mindset.
1: And I can see, I can certainly see that in myself mm. when you're feeling, and even on a bad day, there are things to, I know it sounds like such a trite cliche, but there are things you can find to kind of acknowledge that you did. Even if you're feeling rotten, there is still a thing that you managed to achieve that you can find. Put clothes on. Yes. Made <laughs> coffee. Acknowledge that rather yeah. than just constantly fixate on all the stuff that's still on your list and the stuff that didn't get done, which is just going to drag you down. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. So go go and try the quiz, um,
0: find out what your tendency is. And then at least if you find out you're a questioner, know that there is no point in spending lots of money on accountability groups because they won't make a jot of difference. However, yeah. if you're an obliger, finding accountability could be like the thing that makes, makes it uh, there's little tips like that which are all in the reports
1: yes
0: that's brilliant so um hopefully we will have spread the word of the four tendencies a little bit more and people will have found that really interesting yeah. so the other thing that i'd like to quiz you on is tools so what tools are you using louise that you find invaluable in your business
1: so i'm going i'm going old school here Just as well fine pencil and paper
0: yay <laughs>
1: So um, yeah I've got a notebook that keeps me organised and I use a pencil rather than a pen because I don't like scribbling things out
0: so I always carry a
1: rubber and a pencil and my notebook with me. Does it have Um, a very neat notebook? Not massively no it's a little bit scruffy um, but this all comes about because I discovered bullet journals uh, in my last job which was like over three years ago um, and I've never looked back and the way that I do things now is not necessarily the way that you would see it if you started to look up bullet journals on the interwebs um actually i should probably explain what a bullet journal is yeah, no, I sure say, are what, what are we talking <laughs> about bullet yeah. journals what, Sounds now? a bit violent <laughs> oh no <laughs> so a bullet journal is a system that was devised by a guy in america i don't know when but they've been around for a while now and it's basically a way of using a notebook to keep yourself organized and of managing a to-do list basically mm-hmm. But where it's different to a normal to-do list is that you're actually putting tasks and um, everything you've got going on into a kind of system rather than just making a long list. Yeah. So you can move things around so you actually know when you're going to get things done rather than it just, as I say, being an arbitrary list that you look at and go, oh God, there's too much and I don't know when I'm ever going to get to it. Um, and what I love about them is that they are hugely flexible. So mine, what I use today is nothing like the official in um, bullet journal kind of way of doing things, but it really helps me to see everything that I've got going on and having all of that in one place and having it portable so that it's with me wherever I go, I find really, really helpful. Um, And one of the biggest things it's helped me with actually is seeing exactly everything that I've got going on. And particularly when I was in my last job and was feeling hugely, hugely overwhelmed when I could see that in black and white in front of me in one place. I was much better able to say no to people when they started asking me things because right. I could see, I I'm knew that I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. And I think quite often people have this sense that they've got too much going on in their head, but if they can't see it, mm-hmm. sometimes it's difficult to act, particularly if you're like a recovering people pleaser like me and your default setting is to say, yes, of course, <laughs> let me help you with that. If you can see something, it's like evidence that actually yeah. I can't no I don't have Um, um, time yes yeah and it it also
0: um you you can also flex it to cover all areas of your life as well can't you so it's not just it doesn't just have to be about your work it can you I've seen people with lists of books they want to read or places they want to visit or plants Mm. they want to buy for their garden or recipes I've cooked so you can kind of use it as a sort of a journal to remember things. Absolutely. as well can't
1: you yeah absolutely and I, I use it for those things as well um I've got where I when I have little ideas for the business they go in there mm-hmm. I also use it I've got trackers in there which I know not everyone likes but I love a tracker that's but where is you taking.
0: colour in a little block every day you do something or yeah
1: something so yeah and I've got you know things like getting out for a walk and meditating and all of that kind of stuff on there um, which I find really helpful and again it's really flexible so one month might not look the same as the previous one Um, but yeah, I love it. The thing I
0: have to confess, I have thought about doing bullet journey, but the only ones you see really are on Instagram and Pinterest and they're very beautiful things. And I think honestly, that would take me a whole day to firstly, I can't do that writing because they all have beautiful calligraphy style month names and i
1: just i don't know that's kind of puts me off a little bit but i guess yeah. that's just the showy ones isn't it yeah absolutely and i'm glad you said that because i do usually i usually mention that when i talk about bullet journals is don't google it <laughs> okay <laughs> well no you need to but don't don't look on pinterest because that is exactly what you'll see what you've just described people with very artistic backgrounds who are wanting to express that in their bullet journal and Make very beautiful spreads of all of this loveliness, but it makes me wonder how they ever get anything done. Yeah,
0: like, <laughs> so mine does must, not look like that. It must take them hours, or at least an hour or so a day to create. They they are beautiful though, but yeah, I think that for me that is something that's made me think. No, it's too too much hard work. But equally, you can just use stickers and pretty coloured tapes if you want a pretty journal,
1: and then yeah. write mine doesn't even really have that it's literally just it's a normal notebook it's kind of an A5 notebook that I can shove in my handbag and yeah I just get my pencil and just scribble all over it it's all very organized but there's nothing pretty about it at all okay
0: Um, cool so I mean that's great but we've had a few tech tools so far it's really nice to know that not everybody has you know, abandoned pen and paper. And I I think if that's how you work best, again, it's about knowing how you work best and people, some people just don't get on with online calendaring or online to-do lists. And that doesn't mean you're not going to be okay at business. It just means that that doesn't work for you.
1: Absolutely. Um, Yeah. I did a talk um, in February um, about delivering your product, um, finding your productivity flow And one of the questions I asked is, do you prefer digital or analogue? And I think it's a really useful thing to think about because with so many apps out there and so many tech ways, of, especially with to-do lists, there are a bazillion um, to-do list apps. And And I think quite often people are looking again for the perfect one when actually they might just be bested with pen and paper um, if that's what they prefer. If they're naturally drawn to pick up a pen and a piece of paper when they need to make a note of something, Maybe they just need to find a better way of managing their pen and paper.
0: You see what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah than... or a bit of a hybrid, you know. Yeah, nice oh, when absolutely. I, work with people. I love pen and paper, mm. absolutely. But, but my main to-do my main to list is digital because if I'm out walking the dog and I think of something, I, I can add on my phone, I can add to my to-do list and yeah. I've yeah. got a bit more. But quite often if I'm thinking, oh, I've got a lot on, I will get one of my little bits of square paper and write the top three priorities for the day and that sits in front of me until those three things are done. So yeah. it doesn't have to be either or, does it? You can yeah. kind of...
1: You can use both, absolutely, yeah. And I would say that, you know, project management systems like Slack and Asana and Trello and things like that. Um, Slack's not project management, it's a communication tool, mm-hmm. but things like Asana and Trello, I do use those with, with sort of VA clients that I've worked with in the past. So if there's tasks that need to be managed and shared, yeah, then yeah, it's much easier
0: than sending them a photo of your bullet journal. <laughs> yes.
1: So, yeah, I do use a bit of a mixture as far yeah. as my works concerned. Yeah. The right tool for
0: the right job, isn't it? So.
1: Absolutely,
0: yeah. Brilliant. Um, so those are the things that are working well. I am going to ask you, if you don't mind, is there any area of your business that you're finding a bit clunky that's not... Not quite working as smoothly as you would like
1: there is an area of my business where I don't know what to do <laughs> so right. I'm just not doing anything um and I need to I need to kind of figure that out so I've got an online course called productivity made simple and I really want more people to experience that yeah. and I want to sort of speak to some business buddies about potentially helping me to promote mm-hmm. it and then being affiliates and getting a little affiliate payment for helping me to promote it. But I don't know what systems to use to make that work. Because my website isn't a WordPress website. So I don't have the option of all the fancy pants plugins that you (laughs) can get with WordPress. I don't know if they'd solve the problem anyway, to be honest. But yeah, Um, that's a conundrum for me at the moment.
0: So can you take payments through your website at the moment or I can you... yes yeah. yeah so one sneaky way around the whole affiliate thing that I use um because I can't always I, I don't know my affiliate um plugin works with PayPal and I'm not that keen on PayPal mm. um, so what I do to hack the system is I use a coupon so a, a discount code so I would say I was running a course and you said, oh, Alice, I think that's been really perfect for some of the people in my community. Can I promote it on your behalf? I would give you a code to say right here. The course is £50. Pounds. If if people use the code Betty Lou, they get £10 pounds off. And so everybody who puts through that code of Betty Lou is flagging to me that they they've been sent to me by you. And then I can give you £10 for the, um, for the, the, I don't know, the, the niceness of sending. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. So it's a little bit of a sneaky hack, <laughs> but it does work really nicely. And it doesn't, obviously doesn't for the um, discount. I've also done it where people get an extra half hour of one-to-one time. So it doesn't have to be a monetary thing, but they have to put the
1: code in to be that's able to. Yeah. I, so, that's a really, really good idea. And I think, that would work with my yeah with my payment system I use Stripe
0: yeah yeah so So
1: the coupon yeah you can set up coupons in Stripe so I mean
0: it's not I wouldn't recommend it for a big launch with thousands of people but I think when you're starting out and you want to sort of have a get dip your toe in the field of affiliates Mm. and the thing that I really like about it is if I'm asked to promote something on someone's behalf it's really nice to feel that you're giving the your audience a little bit extra for that as well so the fact that they get a discount that's associated with you yeah I
1: think
0: is 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 nice because you're building community you know you're giving them something obviously you're getting that little bit of affiliate payment back but it's not just all you it's sort of shared out
1: yeah no I love that I think that's a really good idea thank you no problem Fabulous.
0: So when are you going to be promoting it? <laughs> That's, That's the next question. I don't know. <laughs> You've to put it in your bullet journal. I do. Yes, yeah, accountability. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's always hard just to do these things for yourself, isn't it? It's easy mm-hmm. to talk about. I know that I spend lots of time telling people what to do. And then I think, oh, I must go and do that for myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> much, much easier to. Um... Yeah.
1: Well, now I know how to go about doing it. I can think about when I'm going to slot it into the into the schedule so yes I feel much better and much happier about doing that now I have a, a bit of a plan so thank, thank you, you.
0: so if people were interested in yeah I'm sure this is this is such a, a topic that people are so keen on improving I'm sure there are people who are going to want to find out more about how you work and how they can um, become more productive so where can they find you what can they how can they connect with you
1: Okay, so my website is um, bettylouonline.com, okay. there's loads of info there about how people can work with me. There's also a quiz. Yay quiz for about, quizzes! I know, everyone loves a quiz. Um, and my quiz will help you to um, identify the biggest productivity block so, that's getting in your way. So it comes back again to what we were saying about everyone right. being very different and needing to understand um, what's going on for them. So there's a nifty quiz that helps people to identify their biggest productivity the block. And um, if people fill that in, they'll then receive a tailored guide, um, which has got lots of tips and tools and things to help them um, Brilliant. move through that particular block. So it's a so, double yeah. quiz episode. You get to do yeah. two quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. So yeah, people can head over there and find me there. I do also have a Facebook page as well. Okay, to- I'll,
0: yeah. I'll put that Facebook. in the... In the- in the show notes, but is that Betty Facebook? We're looking for Betty Lou again.
1: Yes, I think so. Yes, yeah. Oh, I never remember what my little handle is on Facebook. I should really know, shouldn't I? But <laughs>
0: well, I'm sure people will find it. I'll make sure I link yeah, it. Thank you. That's brilliant. Thank you, Louise. It's been really lovely to speak to someone who's not entirely focused on technology and i and i think it's really clear that you're using some still using systems um systems don't have to be technology and that hopefully i'm sure everybody who does at least one of those quizzes is going to find out some really useful information so go people go and do quizzes (laughs) (laughs) thanks so much for having me, sharing all your wisdom
1: thank you you're welcome
0: I hope you enjoyed that episode, a diversion from the techie things that have been discussed on other shows. So hopefully those of you who are less techie will have enjoyed that one. And perhaps those of you who are more techie might find some use in the bullet journals and the quizzes around your personality type Um, If you've enjoyed the show, I would be really grateful if you'd leave me a review on iTunes. In order to do that, you actually have to log into iTunes on a computer. They don't make it easy. Um, But if you could find the time to do that, I'd be so grateful. And it helps to get the word out there about the Sorted podcast and maybe help a few more people to enjoy getting their businesses sorted.